Hey guys, Taylor here. Uh, this is another episode from The Vault. I hope you guys are all enjoying your quarantine, your quarantino-ween. Uh, this one was recorded, I want to say, for season two or three. So it's got some weird stuff in it. Um, it's got friend of the show, Alan Ebulencia. The only reason we didn't air it initially was because he was on the week prior and we had recorded back-to-back issues. Um, and then this was when we were trying to do things through Skype, so it's just a huge pain in the butt to edit them, and I just never got around to it. So, uh, please enjoy this one. It's actually a real stunner, and I'm, I'm a, I feel like an idiot for not putting it out earlier. Alright, stay safe, everyone. The Top 5! Top 5 records to play on a Monday morning and all that. Top five funniest shows I've ever seen. Can I tell you what my top five food is? Yeah. Top five. Top, top, top five, five hydrocarbons. <laughs> Here are my top five. Chris Rock. Damn. Chris Rock. Get a movie called Top Five. Have you thought about a top five of the year of movies that you've seen? The top five. Classic. Okay. <laughs> right, Welcome to Top Five. I'm your host, Taylor Mitras. This is the show where every week, my special guest chooses a topic, and their top five in that topic, then we compare. You can choose anything. Choose something like top five paintings, top five midgets, top five animals you could beat in a fight if it came right down to it. I'm still Taylor Mitras. Today we have on our show a returning guest. From the first episode of season two, uh, 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 an entrepreneur, a raconteur, a uh, nothing else rhymes with that. Alan Abulensi is on the show today. How are you, Alan? I'm great. Um, I no longer go by that name. I'm I'm now the artist formerly known as Alan Abulensi. Mm, that is quite a mouthful. Yes, so I, you must refer to me that for the entirety of this podcast. As you say, artist formerly known as Alan Ebulence. Wow. Okay. That <laughs> okay, takes actually... a long time. You can just call me Alan. All right. Thanks for really changing that back just for me because I know you're very yeah. serious about but after that. This, after this podcast, it goes right back to the artist formerly known as. I really appreciate that. Okay. Uh, Alan, you were on the show before. Did you have a good time? I did have a great time. Oh, well, that's fantastic. I'm glad you enjoyed it. As and that's a, it. As opposed to all the other guests that I poke with a fork. Yes, I, I didn't get branded. No, that's because you come to us via satellite as opposed to in studio. That's why I do it this way. Yeah, yeah. We might actually be taking uh, Inside Baseball, but taking the, the the studio on tour and picking up some, some new guests next weekend. That's a good. That's a good idea. It is. It's gonna be fun. Sounds fun. It's gonna be great because I get to move so much equipment, <laughs> deal with so many people. Shitty Wi-Fi. That's all right. Alan. Yes. What How topic you did you pick this week? I picked the favorite. Your favorite '90s cartoons. All right. So top and five this, '90s cartoons. And this can be. These are cartoons that had to have like started in the 90s or okay. were like popular in the 90s okay but they could like you know some of them like as, as long as they started in the 90s and they they count you know what i mean 
Right. Because there's some shows that are probably still going on. Well, that's fine. I, I mean, still. Okay. All right. Oh, that's a teaser. I think... Uh-oh. Did I... I th- that's... Was that a spoiler? I don't know. But, I mean, how many shows are still going on for the last 20 years? 30 years? Jesus, God, how old are we? Um, Alan? Yes. What is your number five 90s cartoon? My number five is Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, coming in at number five. Now that is a classic. Yes, I uh, I watched a lot of Nickelodeon, so I was I, and I was and that was one of the first ones I thought of. And you were they a, just made what's that? You were a Nickelodeon kid as opposed to a Cartoon Network kid. Yeah, I did watch Cartoon Network, um, but I don't have as many. Like I can't remember many episodes from the shows I watched in Cartoon Network, but Nickelodeon, I had a I. My memory of Nickelodeon is a lot stronger. Yeah, those Nicktoons, they really they really yeah. bring it out for that. I was actually a little bummed out because I was like, oh, I know a lot of shows I watched in the 90s. I'm like, but they weren't cartoons, and I can't pick that. <laughs> so maybe we'll do that a different time. So what is so special about Hey Arnold to you? That show, and it's a show that even more recently I realized how crazily well-written that show is and how emotional that show gets me. Uh, have you seen the new movie that just came out? I have not. Okay, so they they just came out with a new movie called The Jungle Movie. Um, and it's the first time Hey uh, Hey Arnold's been in anything since they've done anything Hey Arnold related. Call him Hey Arnold and not Arnold. Okay, Arnold. Yeah. No, because in my mind, his name is Hey Arnold. I do refer to him as Hey Arnold a lot. Yeah. Just like how Macaulay Culkin's character in that movie was Home Alone. Yes. So, okay, so there was this episode of Hey Arnold back in, I want to say, so the show started in 1994 and then it ended ended in like 2004, I think. That's and a long run. It lasted for 10 years, yeah. And one of the last episodes, I don't, I don't think it was the very last episode, but I remember it was one of the last episodes was a two-parter called The Journal. Is that the one where Arnold kind of, they flash back to who his parents were? Yeah, he learns all about his parents, and it's a really emotional episode, and it's actually really sad. And then it ends where he's looking through this journal, which which was written by his dad, and he finds this map in the journal that could explain where his parents are. And the episode ends with him running inside and yelling, "Grandma, Grandpa, I found a map!" And then the episode ends, and then they and then it's left out a cliffhanger for like 15 years or, or however long it took him to make the jungle book movie right the and jungle, the new movie yeah. the new yeah the new movie is actually the continuation of that episode and it finally result like he finally completes the story that's pretty cool because i mean arnold as a character he lives with grandma and grandpa and they don't really explain where his parents are because he lives in a boarding house with a bunch of yeah. weirdos and yeah. his grandparents who are also weirdos so I guess the the journal was meant to be the episode was meant to be a prequel to what was going to become the second Heron movie at the time because they they released the other Heron movie which is an all right movie. All I remember was a bus driver with like a metal foot. Yeah, but that movie didn't do well, so Nickelodeon canned the original version of the the movie that was good that eventually became the Jungle movie. And okay. thanks thanks to the wonders of nostalgia. 
the popularity of nostalgia, they were finally able to make that movie, and it was really, it's really good. I definitely recommend checking it out. It's nice the world we're living in now, where they're catering to who we were as children, as opposed to the world we grew up in, where they were catering to people who like the movie Grease. I hate that movie. It, growing up, I remember a lot of '50s nostalgia, and I'm like, I yeah. get it, baby boomers and Gen X, and who gives a crap? But now they're like, hey, remember Hey Arnold? Here's some more. I'm like, yeah. They're like, remember some Ninja Turtles? Here's a terrible version of it. I'm like, okay. And they're like, hey, you know Transformers? I'm like, kinda. Like, here's a thousand versions of it. I'm mm-hmm. like, great. They all suck. But it's nice to be catered to. Yeah. Hey Arnold. And I went back and I, 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 I still watch Hey Arnold. It's not, it's on Hulu. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of it, and that show is a lot better. I mean, I, I liked it when I was when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I, even as an adult, I think I like it even more. There's a lot of really classic episodes of Hey Arnold that I'll never forget, like the the train episode. Oh yeah, the, was that the one where they they get stuck on the train? Yeah, and they're like it's the train to hell, and, yeah. and they're like it's going down. I smell brimstone, but really goes to like the local foundry. They're like, yeah. hey you kids, get out of here. And then at the very end, a scary ghost rides a ghost train around. I'm like, wait, what's up with that? <laughs> That there was the, that was a good twist. That was a great like, twist. Oh, it actually is a ghost on this train, or and it wasn't just stinky. Oh, stinky! Oh, stinky! Hey, Arnold had the best music. It was, it was all, very it was like relaxing. blues and jazz, and it was just yeah. real cool. And it was it was nice to see a bunch of <clears throat> kids that weren't superheroes. They were just like normal city kids. But what I really liked cool. about that show mm-hmm. is a lot of the cartoons that, for, that were aimed for kids back then are all like just loud crazy fast-paced cartoons and then here's hey arnold which is a very like relaxing chill show and there's a lot of silent moments that let you like take in what's going on in the story oh yeah that's definitely a slow burn on yeah. most and hey arnold episodes it's a really it's a really just re- like i it's a good show to just chill and relax to it's it's a real good it, each one is and a it, really complete yeah. story. And it makes you feel things. Oh, man. When Stoop Kid left his stoop, couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle that's it. A good, that's a great episode. That's a great episode. The Monkey Man episode is a great episode. Uh, what was the the bird guy who lived on the roof and eventually just hooked a bunch of pigeons to him and flew away? Yeah. There was a crazy theory that the bird guy died. Uh-huh. And the creator of the show was like, no, that never happened. And they literally put a cameo from or the, for the from the bird guy in the new Jungle movie just to throw that theory out the door. Oh, that's good. I, yeah. I, I dug into a rabbit hole for this. I got to tell you, I have done more research for top five 90s cartoons than I do for most of these. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to watch like four hours of cartoons. It was terrible, Alan. I had to. I, most of the shows on my list I still watch regularly. I didn't realize how much access I, we had to all these shows. Still. All, of them are, all of them forever. are finally being released on DVD after all these years, and a lot of them are on streaming now. Yeah, one of mine's getting a Blu-ray release. I don't want to say which one because it's way down the list. But uh, yeah, for a while there, it was, like a, it, was, it was almost impossible to find these cartoons for a few years there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You were lucky if, if they even put them out on DVD. And it would mm-hmm. be like some $40 special edition, and you're like, I can't pay for that. And I don't even know if they still show reruns, because I don't have cable anymore. 
I so. don't either, and I can't imagine they still do. They probably show SpongeBob, and that's like it. Oh God, SpongeBob! All right, Alan, that's a great. Well, yeah. That's a great number five. If you're that's starting good, your number five, your good way list, to start that way. If you're starting <laughs> with five, and that's Hey Arnold, you better have a killer list. <laughs> okay. Right. You're What's your to... number five? My number five is Ah Real Monsters. Uh, I thought about putting that one on my list. Uh, Real Monsters came out in '94. And it ran for 52 episodes, which is not as many as I thought. A lot of those old Nicktoons only lasted a few seasons. Yeah. And Real Monsters, I remember playing forever, but there were only, you know, a couple of years of new episodes. Yeah. Well, they would they showed reruns of those shows for years. So as a kid, you think that there's more than there actually is. Well, think about Ren and Stimpy was still playing, and that shit came out, what, 91, 89? Something like that, yeah. So Real Monsters... Is the story of Ickis, Crum, and Oblina, who are student monsters who have to go to school to learn how to scare children, and they get assignments to go out and scare children and whatnot. And it debuted as like a Halloween show. It's Monsters Inc. before Monsters Inc. Yeah, it's pretty Monsters, much. Yeah, basically, like that's the thing I realized. And then there's also the sequel to Monsters Inc. is Monsters University, where they go to school. One. Uh, it would. I didn't want to. You're not missing anything. <laughs> I wasn't planning on seeing it. The honestly, the story, the moral of the story of Monsters University is school's not worth it. Just go get a manual labor job. And I thought that was real weird. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, I was like, well, I mean, you're not entirely wrong, but yeah. shit. <laughs> so, so uh, what I like about Real Monsters is all the characters are super gross and super weird and i really appreciate just who's the main character well he's a weird rabbit monster that occasionally grows to enormous size but mostly is just small and neurotic who's best friends with an upside down black and white candy cane and a guy i was was gonna say a candy cane yeah yep a guy with big lips it, there's some weird sexy stuff going on the show, but and then Crumb, who is a dude who holds his eyeballs in his hands and has stinky armpit hair. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that that is a very strange posse of these are our core characters. I remember, like, I remember that show. And I remember, I remember watching it, but I just can't remember like any of the actual episodes you know what i mean that's why it's hitting a number five for me because i remember yeah. a few episodes and they're kind of memorable but i remember all moment. the characters yeah that's really I what's hitting these characters i can't remember any of the episodes though do you remember the grumble oh yeah he was the teacher right yeah so the teacher was a four-legged like transvestite in in high heels and I'm lipstick. pretty sure he was based off of uh, Tim Curry. He sounds from, like Tim from, Curry like if Rocky Tim Curry really chewing it because he's just yeah. oh hello children welcome to school and I'm like what nightmare world did they dredge this out of? I wouldn't be surprised if he did the voice. He did a lot of Nickelodeon stuff back then. He did. I know he was played himself in one of my upcoming shows on this list but yeah that it, i always thought of tim curry when i remember that character like yeah. it's just it's like something that tim curry could totally have pulled off well when they make the live action reboot we'll make sure tim curry's in there 
Um, uh, probably not now because he's you know in a wheelchair and he did Rocky Horror. Can barely do anything. He did Rocky Horror on TV. He did Rocky Horror on recently. TV. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play uh, Frankenfurter, who was the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense though, right? Makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. Makes sense. I love Tim Curry. No, Tim Curry kills it. That's another podcast. Best Tim Curry rules. Shit. Write that down. I want to do that one. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. You heard it here. I'm Forks. serious. That, that one's coming. Coming soon. That might be a season three. We'll have to see. Yeah. That's a good one. Shit. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. I already have like my five in my head already on that. All right, Mr. Frankenfurter. What's your number four? Okay. This is one that uh, was, was very big for me. But I know a lot of people are people are gonna react like with a really. What have you done? And my number four is uh, Digimon Digital Monsters. You know. And I am serious. You know, Alan. Yes. Where do you bring this up? Because just yesterday I was driving home in my car and I went. And, and Smash Mouth came on the radio, and I was like, "Oh yeah, wasn't this in the Digimon movie?" And then I was like, "It was." What was the plot of Digimon? Okay, the movie, the the American Digimon movie is a is a is a mess because it, it it's a it's an it's an edit it's two of movies, the first. Right? No, it's three movies. It's the edit of three Japanese Digimon movies into one movie, and it's a big mess, and it sucks. Okay, what was the plot of the show though? Because if the show was it. Like they have, they have their Digimon. They who... discover that there's a digital world, and these kids are called the Digidestin. Okay. And uh, they they get sucked into the digital world, and okay. them and they get uh, connected with uh, Digimon, and together they have to save not just the digital universe, but the actual our universe from total destruction. Okay. And it's so, a way like it's a way more intense plot than like Pokemon. Not to shit on Pokemon, I watched Pokemon too as a kid. But that did it. Okay, I don't want to. So to get this straight, the Digidescent take the Digimon to the Digi World, then they no, whip they out need, their they, Digi dicks, and yes, then that's they, exactly okay, what's about. That's yeah. that's what is happening. It gets very sexual. It you know I remember that was my first experience with hentai as a <laughs> child was seeing like the Digimon characters fucking each other and being like what? are you serious yeah I'm dead serious like I was like what, what? is I have never happening I, that's ridiculous all I was looking up was like stuff about Digimon I'm like I just want to learn about uh, that the show fun. I like that's great who's your favorite Digimon um it's Manzamon uh remind and I, me. I, I... It's the giant teddy bear one. Okay. That, that uh, there's an episode uh, where they go to like this toy land, and he watches over all the baby Digimon, mm-hmm. and he's oh, just this gigantic, episode. like, twenty foot tall teddy bear. Mm. I like Garurumon because he's like, oh wait, which one was like a werewolf guy? I think Garurumon involved um, no, into him. Garurumon was the. Uh, he's a yeah, dog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Where Garurumon? Yeah, where Gruman was the wolf. Yeah, because he had ripped jeans. And, and then Gruman cool. was like a little dog that wore like an animal fur, mm-hmm. but it wasn't his fur. Yeah, what the fuck? Whose fur was that? I mean, it was his fur, but it was like a coat. Oh, okay. He definitely killed and, and he could take it off, yeah. It's kind of like Cubo, and it's his mom's skull. It's not but his skull. Digimon was such a huge part of my childhood, and I watched every episode, 
and I have the DVDs, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. I still watch the show on occasion. Uh, the show is just so, like, I honestly, I think the writing of that show is stronger than Pokemon. And they're very different shows, but people always compare them because they both have monster in their name, and they're both about little animal monsters. Yeah, yeah. they're both but about they're, animal fighting. But overall, they're very different. And uh, Digimon is just... Especially my favorite season is season three, which technically isn't the 90s because it was really only the first season was the 90s. But season three gets really dark and it's a it's definitely aimed at older kids compared to Pokemon. Does just like the cat monster start fucking the dog monster or something? No, there's just like this giant. Uh, well, I don't I can't even explain what it is without actually showing you the show. Were there like but, big monoliths they had to destroy with their cell phones? Um. Yeah, there, there was there, there was stuff like that. There was a in the in the season three. There was this giant like glob of like weird digital mess that was literally uh, breaking out through the digital world and sucking up the entire Earth. Oh, that's that's epic. It gets really the show is gets really epic, and I don't think a lot of people really uh, took the time to really watch it. But if you do, like, I I guarantee you will get sucked into the show. All right. You have to look past the really dumb like uh, jokes because there's there's all there's all really dumb humor written in there for like younger audiences. But well, yeah, it's still a Saturday morning. Cartoon. Yeah, it's still a kid show, but it's a great kid show. Oh. And, yeah, I didn't see that one coming, man. I know. I if you want to know how big of a Digimon nerd, I have a tattoo of Monzamon. Do you? I do. Yeah. Where? No, don't tell me where. It's on my arm. It's it's very oh. visible. <laughs> oh, that's what that teddy bear is? Yeah. I don't know. You just thought it was a random teddy bear tattoo? I'm sure you told me, and then I was like, all right, Alan, you're a weirdo. Carry on. I'm a big nerd. What 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 what, what you going to do? Well, you are on top five, so, you yeah. know. Actually, but, yeah. we've, we've had some pretty non-nerdy people. It is a, it is a great show, and I will stand by that. All right, standing by it. Yep. You heard it here, folks. So, Taylor, what's your number four? My number four is the Powerpuff Girls. Ah, didn't they bring that back? Uh, Yes, I have not seen the new one. Because they all have different voices, and that's weird for me. Don't they, I think they like redesigned like the look of everything too. Yeah, it's a little more stylized, which is weird because it was already super stylized to begin with, which is what I like. It has a very specific art you can pick mm-hmm. out from anywhere. It's very thick outlines, uh, very, like very square jawed dudes, and and like a certain color pattern of green is bad, and then you know uh, your, your pastels are good. It's it's very pleasing to my eye i remember two things from that show i remember the gangrene gain oh a gangrene gain then the first episode and then there was another episode that i kind of remember where it was nothing but like beatles references for the entire episode yeah the beat alls the yes that, I remember that one. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah, that's when the bad guys, Mojo Jojo and Fuzzy Lumpkins and him. Oh, God, why do I know this? And I think one other, I can't remember who. They all got together in a band or, or in a group and whenever they would beat the shit out of the Powerpuff Girls. And, and at one point, Professor X goes, I don't get it. 
the Beatles are just a rock group. And they go, what? He goes, fuzzy. He's, he's got that rock he hits you with. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they have to, to beat Mojo Jojo, who is an evil monkey that their father invented uh, and abandoned. That son of a bitch. Um, was that the same show that wasn't, weren't they? Wait, was I Am Weasel? That was a separate show, wasn't it? I Am Weasel. I think that was a mini, like, in the middle cartoon segment. Was it, I don't remember if it was on that or if it was on Cow and Chicken. It was on Cow and Chicken. All those shows, like, in my brain come together because they're all made by the same people. Yeah, they were the what a cartoons. Yeah, like, when it that's would, right. It would show the pilots and then occasionally it would branch off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, sugar, spice, and everything nice creates, and chemical X, creates the Powerpuff Girls, Bubbles, Blossom, and Buttercup. They went 78 episodes in a movie. I remember the movie. I movie's I don't, good. I, uh, I mean, I remember it happening. I don't, I don't really remember much of it, but I did see it like one time. It's got Mojo Jojo in it. It's, it's very good. I'm a big fan of Mojo Jojo. Didn't they have, there was not like monkey how wasn't his like brain in like a jar or whatever. Uh, he has a big like, like, elongated, pill-shaped hat, and if you unscrew that, his brains underneath it. So he's this that's, giant that's brain right. coming out of his skull. So when yeah. the Powerpuff Girls would beat the shit out of him, they would like break that, and you'd see his brain underneath. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, isn't that nice? You know the show about the three little girls that beat the <laughs> shit out of a monkey. That show. Number four. <laughs> I wish I. That's one that I, I would like to go back and watch again because I don't. It holds remember up. too much of it. It holds up because it's still very silly, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of like uh, fun mythology. You know, they live in the city of Townsville, and then at one point they oh, move yeah. to the town of Citiesville, and everything's backwards and unpleasant, and no one needs superheroes, and they're bored. But it's it's fun because it's a bunch of preschool girls beating the shit out of villains and they're good villains him is mm-hmm. a terrifying villain like it's like a guy with lobster it's like a devil guy with lobster claws in a tutu who talks like the grumble so i'm not going to do another impression <laughs> i already I did it i don't remember that one. Oh, so creepy it's so creepy i think that had an impact on a lot of people as kids like huh that's a thing I either really am scared by or I'm really into, you know? Like, some mm-hmm. kids learn something about themselves. Like, maybe I should put on a tutu. That's a, that's a quote for Taylor there. Maybe I should put on a tutu. Taylor Metris, 2018. Said in conversation to the artist formerly known as Alan Abulencia. I'm actually now the artist formerly known as the artist formerly known as Alan Abulencia. I think that means I can just call you Alan. Yeah, it cancels it out. Okay, cancels it out. All right, cool. Well, Alan, it is time for us to take our first break. Good. I'm sweaty as balls. You have no idea. And my balls are also sweaty. I'm not even wearing pants right now. This is the best part about doing this over satellite. I'm not wearing pants. I mean, I've seen you without pants on, so it's not like it's a big deal. We'll be right back. (laughs) We'll be right back. Okay. We'll be right back.
and welcome back to Top 5. We're counting down the Top 5 90s cartoons. I'm here with Alan Abulencia. Alan, I'm here. He's here. We're up to number three now. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. We've made it. We're almost at the halfway point of the show, which I guess would be halfway through number three. Cause... It's halfway when you get to your number three. Okay. Okay. We'll call it that. Alan, what is your number no. three? Yes? It's I can't divide five by two. It'd be th- two and a half. Oh, we're already past it then. Wait. What are you... I don't know. Okay. What are you... Okay. Are we... I don't want to do math anymore. I don't know what's going on right I'm now. I'm a grown adult. I don't have to do math. Alan, what's your number uh, three? My number three is... um. It's not a kid's show. It's a show that started in the 90s. Okay. And I still watch it. It's a little show called South Park. Oh, shit. You mentioned earlier that there was a 90s show that was still on, and I'm like, well, The Simpsons started in the 80s. That means it's got to be South Park. Yeah, I was never a big Simpsons fan. No, me neither. All right, Alan. What in the in the what year did South Park come out? Ninety eight. It's ninety seven is when South 97? Park started. Ninety seven. All right. So we were in like what the third or fourth grade, something like that. Uh, uh we were. Let me do the quotes. Well, math. Back to math. How old was I in ninety seven? Uh, you. Were I was eight. eight. I was eight years old, and I watched it when I was eight years old too. I was not allowed to watch it. I, I should have been watching it, but my parents didn't care. I saw the South Park movie when when it came out, which was in ninety nine. I think I was ten years old. I saw it South on Park tape. Yeah, great movie. All right, not Oscar nominated film. What captured your eight year old imagination watching South Park? Um, well, while my favorite my favorite era of South Park is definitely more of like season six to like. 12 like that era but the early days though i loved watching it because it was just gross out fart humor and gore and kenny dying all the time and it was really dumb it was really really dumb in the early days it's weird how dumb it is going back and being like well, it was, evolved a, a lot it's it's letting it's kidding is my papa and how funny it was to repeat those i knew like oh, yeah. all the lines but I'd never seen it because every other kid got to watch it and, and they would be like, yeah, this is my, my cheesy piece. My favorite early day episode is the one with Corn in it, the band Corn. Yes. That was from season three. Is that the one where Kenny gets torn apart by a mosh pit? I don't remember. Probably. All right. No, wait. I think he, wait. Or eaten by is rats? It, He's always... That might be, I, that might be the episode you see. I think he might have survived that episode, uh-huh. or died at the very end. Is that the one where he had? I think that might be the one where he had the giant like robot costume. I do not remember that. I don't remember, but I remember the rest of that episode, and it was hilarious because it was it was a giant Scooby Doo parody, but instead of the mystery game, it was the band Corn, <laughs> who who actually had the power to turn into the vegetable corn. I didn't. I don't think I saw that episode. There was a scene where they're like, "Everyone, form of corn," and the band literally transforms into, like, an ear of corn, and one of them's like a bag of popcorn. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit. <laughs> the first like four seasons of that show are really stupid. Well, there was but nothing in, like, else like way. that on TV. Yeah, exactly. It was a, it was an original thing. The creators had no idea that it was going to be as big as it did. Like Matt Stone, Trey Parker. 
they that's why they rushed to do the movie like after like the third season or the second season because they, they 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 thought that oh well we'll do this movie to make some money because and that's why they did basketball that remember that movie mm-hmm. basketball yeah, i remember that they starred in that movie they didn't write that movie they just starred in it because they they thought oh we need money because south park's gonna get canceled because <laughs> they thought that they they thought they were like there's no way that the show's gonna last little did they know they'd do it for the rest of their lives it's been on the air for 21 years I think in 97, South Park really filled a void because, I mean, there wasn't adult animation other than The Simpsons. And even that, I wouldn't call it adult, you know? Yeah. And now that void's filled with shitty, you know, family guy. Uh, oh, family guy. That's a, that's, that's, that's a different subject right there. <laughs> yeah. Top five shows you wish would go away. Um, Top five shows that used to be good and then aren't good anymore. Top five shows that made every other show just like it, and now all I can watch is Family oh, yeah. Guy. Everything is Family Guy. Deadpool is Family Guy. I'm like, I'm so sick of it. But uh, South Park had some really classic moments. The Chim Pokemon episode, oh, also, also from season three. The they, they go they they're like these uh the one toy store owner notices that like the toys have like subliminal messages. So he literally goes to Japan to like confront the creators of Chin Pokemon, but they like convince the guy that nothing bad is going on because he's like, "Oh, you Americans have such a big penis." Oh, that's us, right. Us we have Japanese such men penis. have such little penis, and then the other guy goes, "Oh, it's uh, so small." <laughs> it's uh, so small. I remember that. Didn't Bill Clinton get involved? And like, "Oh, Bill Clinton, big penis, big penis, Japanese big penis, penis, so small, so small." Small penis. Oh, God. Well, they, they know what we're after. Matt Stone and Trey Parker were never afraid to offend anyone. No, and I think, I mean, later on they'll make some really good points, but in the beginning it's just what can we get away with? Yeah. There was the uh, Scott Tennerman Must Die episode. Oh. That was the first episode where you really realized how fucking insane Cartman is. Oh, your tears. Your tears are so sweet. Yeah. Can he literally kills his kid's parents and makes him into a chili and then feeds the chili to the kid. Oh, you like the chili? I made you eat your parents. Oh, my God. And then it ends with, it ends with like, Stan and Kyle being like, wow, I guess we should never piss off Carmen anymore, should we? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck, dude? Oh, I could talk about South Park all day. I Yeah, I could, I could talk for hours about it. I, I've seen every single episode. I know... The newest, the, like the most recent seasons, I haven't really been too big on. I still watch them, but they're not. It's I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like that they've 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 gone to the format of it being uh, serialized. So it's it's like, it's like it's like episodic now. Oh, that's weird. Which means it's I don't know. It's not. I liked it better when they were standalone episodes. Right. But the most recent seasons have been like in like an ongoing continuous plot through the entire season. Well, I guess so, you got to do something to freshen it up after twenty years. Which funny, that's one of the most fresh shows though because of how they write it. They so most fast. shows most shows are written and then they're sent off to Korea to be animated by Korean people. That's how like Family Guy does it and all those other shows do it. South Park, they they write it they write the episode and then animate it within a week and then a week after they started writing it, they air the episode. And then when the air, episode airs on Wednesday, that's when they, they immediately begin writing the next episode that same day. Yeah, I think they only have one day off in between working on episodes. Yeah. Which is insane. Like, their schedule is madness. But so, they like, produce the fastest content. They're down to doing 10 episodes a season. 
So that's literally that ten weeks that 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 season airs. That's them working on that on that show for those ten weeks. I wonder if that's how they get so many jokes past, uh, you know, Comedy Central and past the network. I'm sure because they can. They just don't have time. Also, the longer that the. I've noticed the more that the show's been on the air, the more that they that that Comedy Central has been able to like, they've been able to get away with so much more. Yeah, even I think on it's other because shows. they're. I think it's because it's it's Comedy Central's biggest moneymaker still. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we got we got let these guys do whatever they want because we can't like, we don't want this show, we don't want to lose this show, and Matt Stone and Trey Parker has said they will continue to do the show until Comedy Central cancels it. That's but they happening. they never will because it's their biggest show. Yeah. What else do they have? Futurama. Oh wait. Oh yeah, they don't make that one ended, no. did it? Yeah, they got canceled they're, again. They're making a, They're making. Oh, he's making a new show, isn't he? The, the it's like a fantasy themed show. Yeah, for Netflix. Matt Groening's making one for Netflix. Yeah. I don't know. Looks good to me. Yeah, I'll probably check it out. All right. What are we up to? Number. It's your. It's your number three. My number three. Okay. All right. Here we go. My number three. Is 1997's Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Another Cartoon Network classic. Cartoon Another Network. show that I remember but don't remember any episodes of. Done by the same, right? Done by the yeah. same guy who did the Powerpuff Girls. And mm-hmm. and I just, I really took Johnny Bravo as a role model, you know? Like just a really jacked guy with Wasn't weird the... hair who sounds like Elvis. Didn't they get the name of that character from the Brady Bunch episode where Greg Brady became wanted to become a rock star and his rock star name was Johnny Bravo? I completely believe that. I have no idea. There was an episode of Brady Bunch where where Greg Brady was like, "My name is Johnny Bravo. I'm going to be a rock star." Yeah, that sounds like an episode of the Brady and Bunch. And I, I'm pretty sure that's where they got the name Johnny Bravo from. All right, thanks, Alan. Thanks for bringing that to the table, and a buddy. Piece of trivia that. I'm not 100 percent sure if that's true. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, I We're gonna put Brady it on Bunch. here. It's true. Yeah, I know the Brady Bunch episode is true. That is a true episode. I know. But I'm not sure. We get about all the other episodes, so I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm not sure this how isn't true right the the Johnny Bravo thing is. If but Johnny Bravo was a Greg Brady thing. Yeah. Um. So it's another yeah another Cartoon Network thing, and it's I really love a character who's super jacked and and seems like a cool guy but absolutely fails with all women, and uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> and I don't think you could make a kid's show about a guy hitting on women and failing now. That, no, that doesn't not, seem that like that would fly. At all. And no, it's not no, even no. like, well, it's the Me Too movement. It's like, no, 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 that's just a bad idea for a show. <laughs> like just somebody, hey, you're pretty mall. Is there a mirror in your pocket? Because <sighs> I can see myself in your pants. And I'm like, wait, what? What the fuck did he that just is- say? That is a top-notch impression, by the way. Thank you. I've been working on it my entire life. It's the same as my Elvis impression. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, Johnny Bravo is just an Elvis impersonator, pretty much. Yeah, that's all he is. Essentially. It's weird. Like, the pilot episode was like, there's a gorilla on the loose. And he's like, hey there, Mr. Gorilla. You haven't seen a gorilla around here. And I'm like, yeah, because he's so dumb, he doesn't know what a gorilla looks like, I guess. And What was his job? Was he like... A superhero or like what did he actually what was his purpose uh he was he lived with his mom and he had a little sister and he was just like a cool dude around town but he would get looped into things like his sister would be like i gotta sell oh, okay. all these girl scout cookies He'd be like hey i can sell girl scout cookies or one time he bought like a bowflex and 
didn't use it right, so it made his abs look like Mount Rushmore. And then they sold him as a freak show to, like, come on down and look at my abs. They're Mount Rushmore. Like, you know. That sounds like the plot of a 90s cartoon. Right? Like, I don't. Like, but they just run out of shit. They're like, I don't know, man. We've gone 65 episodes. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And it really did go 65 episodes on that premise alone. Like, just, I don't know. He's a guy who talks funny. He's dumb. There's one where he, he got shrunk down and, uh, or no, he had to hang out with toys in a toy store, and they all talked to him. And he had one that was, like, they were, like, uh, uh, Island of Misfit Toys. It was a bomb, and you had to solve it like a Rubik's Cube. And if you won, it would shoot a poison dart into your neck. That's, uh, <laughs> sounds like a fun time. Yeah, good times over at the Cartoon Network. Yeah, I wish I, wish I remembered more of those shows. I, I watched... I watched all of them. Oh, like, but my, I've like wiped all those like episodes though out of my brain. Like I know all the characters from all these shows. That's what I found going back through these. Cause I was like, I don't remember a lot of this. I remember mm-hmm. moments, and I remember, uh, you know, like 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 I remember when David Cassidy was the special guest on Johnny Bravo and thinking that was weird, but I don't remember, you know, more than five yeah. of these 64 episodes that I'm sure I saw all of. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's tough. Part of it is I'm old. And the other part is maybe just didn't stick that well. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed tailspin. I couldn't name any, there are that a... ever happened in tailspin. That was like a lot of the decide factor on my list was there was a lot of shows that I would, that put on the list but i'm like but i can't actually think of i can't remember any episode of some of certain shows and i'd be like but so i can't put that on the list because i haven't i would have, wouldn't have anything to say about them a, a lot of mine was would i watch this now like i watched every episode of pokemon i was obsessed with pokemon mm. i'm not gonna sit down and watch an episode of pokemon like i'm not i don't care about that at yeah. all and i'm like i i was a huge loser because i love pokemon <laughs> so much and i'm like i would never watch that again but would i watch johnny bravo yeah absolutely there's something in there for me i really liked rocket power when i was a kid mm. but i uh went to rewatch that not too long ago and I could barely make it through the first episode. Ah, like that show just does not hold up for me at all. Oh, that's a real bummer. Yeah. Well, I was so into skateboarding and extreme sports when I was a kid. Like that show was like the oh, perfect yeah. show for me. Oh yeah, that came out at a time when when extreme sports were you know coming to our age. Group. I was like exclusively playing Tony Hawk games. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're like. Oh, these are kids that can skateboard? That's fantastic. I want to mm-hmm. skateboard. Just like yeah. when I saw Dodgeball at the Hollywood Theater, I went back and like me and the neighborhood kids got all our dodgeballs and we played dodgeball. Man, I haven't thought about that movie in a we long were, time. We were whipping tennis balls at each other. No one owns a dodgeball. You can buy them for like a dollar at uh, Walmart. <laughs> yeah? I saw them at five Just below. Just kickballs. They're kickballs. Yeah, they're kickballs. All right, Alan, what is your number two? My number two is a show that I watched religiously as a kid. Uh, It's another Nickelodeon show. It's a show called Rugrats. Mm, Fuck you. I know. I hate Rugrats. I, I I think we've talked about this before. I think we have, and I have seen every episode of Rugrats, and... 
I don't think okay. I liked it when it was on. Tell Rugrats. Me, tell me why. Change my mind, you fuck. I liked Rugrats before, like, Dill showed up and all that stuff. Dill is Tommy Pickles' little brother? Yeah. Dill Pickles? That's, that's when the show for me started going downhill. That was after the movie, Rugrats and Paris. That was, like, season six and on. Mm-hmm. No, that was after the original Rugrats movie. Oh, that's right. That's right, because they had the Reptar Mobile. I did like all the Rugrats movies, though. But we're not talking about the movies. We're talking about the show here. That's right. I just loved the the show was very imaginative. I loved all the make believe moments, and also I also loved the freaking parents. And as a kid, you don't really think about this, but as an adult, you you when you rewatch that show, you realize these are the worst parents ever. The the ones that are just like we're gonna drink coffee and not look at our kids. They for six never hours. pay attention to their kids at all, and their kids get into some of the most ridiculous shit because their parents are just not around. Tommy keeps a uh, screwdriver in his pants, in his yes. diaper. In his diaper. And his parents never notice. I'm like, when was the last time they changed that fucking diaper? That is a good point. And I never even thought about that. Like, it's always in there. I'm like, so they've just never changed his diaper. Got it. Uh, there's just so many classic episodes. There is one episode that actually was a really good episode uh, that kind of scared me as a kid was this episode where uh, Stu, who is uh, Tommy's father, who's a, a toy inventor, invents this talking clown Fuck, that's exactly ro- robot toy. That's exactly and what I was he like the, the the doll becomes like sentient. Yeah, it doesn't chase then, Chucky around. He chases yeah, he chases the babies around, and then eventually like like t- like uh, Stu mass produces a bunch of them. So the whole episode is them running away from just hundreds of these it might not be hundreds but it was a lot of, of these just clown sentient clown robot and uh it was terrifying as a kid didn't they end up like killing them with a lawnmower or something i don't remember that might be correct i remember angelica taking cynthia her doll and whacking one of the mm-hmm. i don't know i remember them beating the shit out of all of them at the end another episode i liked was there was the one where Tommy and Chucky were convinced that Tommy's dad was a robot. All right. And they literally sneak into his room at night while he's sleeping with a wrench and try and screw his nipples open to to see that he's a robot. I remember that. And his dad was like sleepwalking, had like a problem with sleepwalking. That's what it was. So the kids thought that he was possessed because he was walking around like a robot in in his sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they watched like this scary movie about robots. So they just assumed that his that Tommy's dad was a robot and then at the end of the episode they when they read they're like oh I guess my dad's not a robot and then it ends with Chucky going but what about my dad have you uh have you heard the fan theory about Rugrats um I might have what remind me uh it's something like uh the babies aren't real they're figments of Angelica's imagination oh yeah because the parents ignore her and the only time they ever talk to angelica is to discipline her so all she knows is that you have to shit on someone beneath you so she invents like these babies to torment that is crazy that i don't think that's actually true but that is a crazy theory yeah there's something else about how like they're all dead and and angelica is just trying to remember them yeah that's why the parents ignore the babies all the time but they talk to angelica yeah that's crazy. Yeah, it's one of those. 
you know. There's a there was also the Toyland episode where uh, they decided to spend. And this is another example of how terrible their parents are, is that they swapped out. So Tommy <laughs> left. Tommy and Chucky left the strollers, and and Chucky put like a toy monkey in the stroller, and Tommy put like a, like a toy baby doll in the stroller. Yeah. And the parents left the toy store and didn't realize until they got home that these babies were not in the stroller, that these were just dolls. That that had a great line where Stu was like, yeah, sorry, we didn't we didn't see him. There was a doll in the stroller, and, and Chucky Stag goes, well, mine's a monkey. Yeah, was like, yeah. Like, when we got home, they were dolls. And yeah, Chance was like, well, actually, mine was a monkey. Mine, mine was a monkey. Halt, I am Reptar. Halt, yep. I am Reptar. There's the robot. There's the robot, like, robot. like uh, version King Kong, yeah. Thorg. Thorg. Thorg hungry. Thorg want eat. Oh, why is this shit in my brain? I didn't even like it. You, you, I, I think you should rewatch it. I think, yeah, I it haven't is a, seen it. This is, it is a kid. great show. And it's another one of those shows that I think I appreciate more as an adult because there is a lot of adult humor mm-hmm. in that show, too. Like like when when Tommy whips out his dick and Lil's like, what's that? And he's like, don't Oh, yeah, don't right, there, there's, a whole, there's a whole episode about them being naked. Yeah. And they're like, uh, Lil, we got to talk to you about something. Yeah. And I was like, hey. Or like, and also, you... like the plot of the parents is, are really interesting too. Like the stuff that they go through and like the babies are, are unaware of like, like clearly like Stu and Didi are in like crazy and, and Chaz are all in crazy like financial trouble. Oh yeah. Cause they're, I remember them doing like, there's no way we can make the budget. And they're always like tapping out like on a yeah. calculator. Which is weird because I remember my parents doing the same thing at the kitchen table, mm-hmm. paper everywhere, and calculators trying to figure out how we were going to eat. And the babies had no idea, and they were just off on their own crazy adventures. I remember there was an episode where I think Chaz got a CD, and it was the biggest deal that he had oh, a yeah. CD. And I'm like, yeah, we got, we got lots and, of those. And Angel- Angelica stole it. And then to make up for it, the babies stole all of their other parents' CDs to give to Chaz. Yeah. So like, there you go. Yep. Now you got a lot there of was CDs. Another really emotional like episode, like depressing episode, was the one where uh Chucky it was it was a parody of It's a Wonderful Life. <gasps> I recall. And and Chucky was like uh, oh maybe I'll be better if I'm not around and then it goes through like what life would be like if Chucky didn't exist. And it goes to like Chaz's like house. Oh and, yeah. There's just stacks of empty pizza boxes everywhere, and he's talking to a sock puppet. He's just fucking tying the noose as they're, like, walking away. He's like, well, here we go, killing myself finally. Because his wife is dead. Yeah, that's uh, another crazy plot. Yeah, and they, they go into detail with that in the in the, in the Rugrats in Paris movie. Yeah, where they're just like, Chucky, where's your mom? And he's yeah. like, I killed her. She's literally dead. Literally dead. I don't... Did they say she's dead? Yeah, she's she died. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they say that. It's one of those things like, why is Caillou bald? Oh, because he's cancer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I liked that. Like the first five scenes were really good for, to me, at least. And then I liked the movies, but then they introduced Dill, and it was okay for a little while when Dill was there. But then they then they introduced uh, Kimmy, because that's when Chaz got mar- got married. Oh yeah. Again. Oh, and it was. Uh, he got married Chucky's to an Asian step- chick, right? Yeah. And it was Chucky's stepsister, Kimmy, you know, who I hated that character. You know, Chaz really seems like the kind of guy who's into Asian chicks. <laughs> like, he seems like the, yeah. that kind of guy, you know? 
And then there was the crappy um, uh, all grown all grown up show, where they're where they're teenagers. They're all fucking each other. That's well implied. Uh, implied. <laughs> that um, show was terrible. Yeah. Let's not talk about. Let's not talk about all grown up. I, I only saw the first episode, and I remember like they were panning across a bunch of pictures, and they had one of Grandpa. And I'm like, oh fuck, Grandpa's dead (laughs) yeah and and spike is like really really old yeah but then the bus pulls up and grandpa's driving the bus bus he's like get on kids i'm like oh shit i thought that was gonna be a real real moment it would have been better if he was literally dead it's kind of like i hate to bring this up because it doesn't actually exist but the fourth indiana jones movie where never saw it good don't um as far as i know it doesn't exist but a lot of people died and some of them just didn't come back for the movie, but like on Indy's desk, it's like a picture of Sean Connery because he's dead. And then there's there's a a butt like a statue of Brody. And I'm I, I can't I don't think that guy's dead in real life, but he clearly didn't come back. And I'm like, so this is a story about Indiana Jones like adventure pals are all dead, except for Marion because she's adorable. I don't yeah I don't know. All right, never saw that one. Hey, good don't. But yeah, Rugrats was great um, for the first, like, five seasons. All Grown Up is not... That's a different show. That show sucks. I think Rugrats just got played too much um, when it was on. It was the second longest run in Nicktoon after... Or I think SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents are have been on the air for longer now. But, at the, for, for, but Rugrats was on from, like, 1993 or... No, 1990. From 1990 to 2006. So it was on the air for 16 years. That's a long-ass time. I remember mm-hmm. they used to do this thing where they'd spin Stick Stickly and whatever he landed oh, yeah, on, they'd play. And it was, was always cool. the Rugrats. But there was like a one in five chance that it was Ren and Stimpy. And I'm like, come on, Ren and Stimpy. I'm pretty sure that, uh, it was, that it was it was always planned to be whatever they aired. Oh, yeah. They just, Absolutely. It's just an animation they filmed five yeah. years previously. And yep. like, there you go. You're getting Rugrats again. You fucks. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy some Devo. Oh, yeah. Mark Mothers, Mark Mothers back from Devo did the uh, the music. Yeah. And you know what? It's weird, but fits. It fits very well. It's like it's a very it's a very iconic theme. Um, I think I can I think I can use the word iconic. You can. I'm Anyways. Gonna... Do, 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 do. All right. Uh, you are not going to be prepared for my number two. I am not prepared for your number two. My number two is Freakazoid. Do you have yeah. any idea what I'm talking about? I very vaguely remember that show. Freakazoid only did two seasons, 24 episodes in 1995. And... It is one of my most cherished cartoon memories. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of that show, but I, I, I can imagine the character in my head. If you watch an episode of Freakazoid now, you'll go, holy shit, was this ahead of its time. Uh, it, it Basically, he's a, he's a superhero who's fast and strong, but he mostly specializes in non sequiturs and weirdness. So there's a bit where he gets, you know, tied up at a cabin with a girl and he goes, wait, I got to get out of these ropes. And he opens the ropes like a latch and then walks off and he goes, hi, 
I'm Freakazoid. You know me from the movies. And he goes around, like, walks back behind the cameramen in this cartoon show, and he's like, I love the kids I'm working with. You kids are great. We'll hug after set. And he's walking around like, like there's, this is the set and everything. And I'm like, what? What is happening? And he goes, this director's an asshole. And the, breaking the fourth wall moments. A lot of breaking the fourth wall. A lot of just weirdness in general. His best friend is a police officer named Cosgrove. And they're sitting down eating a sandwich. He goes, Cosgrove, how come you never got married? And Cosgrove is played by Ed Asner. And he's completely deadpan the whole time. And he goes, oh, it's because I like meat too much. And he goes, <laughs> you know, you can eat meat and be married. And he goes, I didn't know that. And then goes back to eating a sandwich. I'm like, what is happening? Was this another uh, Cartoon Network show? This was a WB show. WB, like, okay, Warner yeah, Brothers. It's It was uh, Spielberg produced uh, and originally developed by uh, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini, who did Batman. Gotcha. But instead, it just got super weird. And it had, uh, like, the writing was always way behind, and there was no regular production staff so they could get away with a lot of weirdness there was an episode where nice. the uh it was introduced by the president of the moving pictures association of america like i've got some questions here i'm gonna read how did the freakazoid become the freakazoid and i'm like why is why is that guy in it and i looked it up he knows spielberg and he wanted to do something for him so he had him do freakazoid the spielberg produced shows were really good they were with, uh, Animaniacs and Tiny Toons and uh, th- I like a show that has a lot of weirdness and a lot of non sequiturs and a lot of really breaking apart of a superhero genre. This is Deadpool before Deadpool. Nice. Like he's like yeah. It, it, think about it. Yeah, it does seem very Deadpoolish now, though, with all the whole breaking the fourth wall stuff. Breaking the fourth wall, just being very aware that you're a superhero yeah. in a superhero show. I mean, exactly. You know, yeah. They'll be driving the like one episode. They'll give him a car, and then another episode they won't. And and there's one where he goes, "This is the freak cave where I my secret lair." And they go, "You have a secret lair?" And he goes, "Well, in this episode, I do. We're we're still trying a lot of things out." <laughs> and I'm like, what what is happening? He's driving around in the car as fast as he can to save his girlfriend, and it it's a great shot of just you know the camera's real low on on the ground, and you see like you know a cup in the street, and he just floors it by. Then floors it back, picks up the cup, throws in the garbage, goes, goddamn litter box. Gets back in the car and drives away. He doesn't say goddamn. It's a kid's show. But you know what I mean. I gotcha. I gotcha. Sounds sounds pretty crazy. It's a show that would hold up now, and I watched a few episodes, and I was like, how did I like this as a kid? Like, he is a, a villain called The Lobe, and he's just a guy with a big brain for a head. Hmm. And... They, he, he makes this grand entrance and it's this a parody of Hello Dolly with a full musical number and I'm like I don't know I don't know why this is happening but it's happening it's Deadpool before Deadpool Family Guy before Family Guy but for I'm kids I'll have to check that I'll have to check that one out you really do uh, I remember the I remember the stuff family guy show before family guy was that uh larry the life of larry and steve oh when it's like an old guy and a dog and he goes yeah but it, but it's literally brian and, and peter yeah. who's luke i am your landlord you still haven't returned my weed whacker um yeah i remember that that was that was weird 
Tim Curry yeah. is in Freakazoid. Oh yeah. Oh, another. He, he chews that scenery. Nice. It's actually him. I don't think he plays himself though. Oh, he, oh, he, oh so you think it's a, it's Tim Curry, but not played he, by Tim he's Curry? Not, it's no, it's it's played by Tim Curry, but I don't know if the character is called Tim it's Curry. Supposed to be Tim Curry. Oh, okay. It's it's it is it's Tim Curry playing a, a villain. But the villain is clearly Tim Curry. I don't know if they gave him a different name. Tim Curry was also Nigel Thornberry in The Wild Thornberries. Mm. Who did have a crossover with the Rugrats. I would. I did not care for that show. I, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't one of the ones I watched a lot. All right. Well, Alan, it's time to take our last break. And when we come back, we'll have our number one 90s cartoon. It's, it's going to blow your, your mind. It is. Hey, you ready for this? You ready? Stay tuned. Huh? Oh shit. Huh? Huh? That's like that's like what they say on the television sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but like tuned, like cartoon. Oh. Oh wow. I hate you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Back to top five. We finally got the moment you've been waiting for. The number one 90s cartoon. And I need to know, it's been killing me. Alan, what is your number one 90s cartoon? My number one 90s cartoon uh, is actually the most short lived out of all the cartoons that are on my list today. Uh, I just realized that every show that I've done so far has been on the air for more than 10 years. Yeah, you, anyway. picked, you picked some good ones. Yeah, uh, this one only lasted for four seasons, um, but it is a classic, and I love it. And I even I love it even more as an adult. I loved it as a kid, but I, I love it even more as an adult. Ooh, I'm intrigued. It's a show called Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. This show Fabulous is like pick. the most not appropriate kid show ever. I can't believe it only ran four seasons. Yep. And then, um, and Nickelodeon, at the fourth season, Nickelodeon started to pick up on all the adult humor that was being, because the, the adult humor in that show was hidden pretty well. Uh, like, uh, was it the, the salesman offers him a bowl? And yeah, doggy style. Dog. <laughs> oh, doggy style. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, like, the first three scenes, the, 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 the fast food chain that they, they eat at, it's called the Chokey Chicken. I remember that. And then Nickelodeon picked up and then they're like you guys can't call that so in season four they changed it to the chewy chicken i never noticed that change i remember the chokey chicken because yep. i'm pretty sure heifer chokes on one of their chickens yeah and he goes to heck he's like am i in heck he goes hey you can't say that word You're that heck. show has deleted scenes that were aired once and then never then they were immediately removed from the episode to the first errand because of how not appropriate they were is that like the one where they go to the motel and it was yeah. more per hour than per it night. Was an, yeah, it was an hourly motel. They they deleted that scene because they're like they're at the hotel. It was it was the road trip episode. Yeah, and they're at the hotel, and the the guy at the hotel is like, "So, uh, how long do you want to uh, stay for?" And Rock was like, "Oh, well, the whole night." And his response is, "The whole night, okay." <laughs> <laughs> and they they removed that from the episode completely. Yeah, good call. Then there was another episode where Rocco and Heifer. Uh, visit uh, Rocco's cousin's ranch 
And there was a scene where Rocco is in the barn with the cows and they confuse him for a cow and they literally stick a milking machine to his dick. <laughs> and he basically has, and there's a scene where he's like getting off from this milking machine and he clearly has like an orgasm and shit. They removed that from the episode too. Probably actually, a good call. That was actually a scene that happened in the show. That's probably for the best. Was that the same episode where his beloved horse died and he eventually ends up riding around its corpse? I believe so, yeah. Yep. Whew. But yeah, Whew. that show, um, it stars Rocco, who is a wallaby, his best friend Heifer, who is a steer, and his other friend Filbert, who is a turtle. Don't forget about Spunky. Spunky the dog. I have a tattoo of Spunky. Do you really? Yeah. It's really funny because Spunky is like a dumb... Spunky is very similar to like Pluto or uh, yeah. Whereas, Gary. Like, all these animal creatures are, are really intelligent. And then you got this dumb, normal dog. Oh, shit. I didn't even consider it because there are definitely dogs in that show. Yeah. You know what I've always loved was uh, his neighbor, Ed Bighead. The Bigheads are great. There's yeah. like angry Ed, Ed frogs. And Beth there was would a, be like, oh, Rocco, I love the way you look at me. There was an episode where uh, Heifer started a nudist colony in Rocco's backyard. <laughs> and Bev was one of the ones that was there. And... Bevelu. Oh, Ed, Ed Bighead was an impression of someone, too. And I can't think yeah, of... Yeah, I forgot who he based that off. He based that off of... The creator based that off of someone that he knew. And I can't... It, it is, and it's such like, no, just yeah. a loom-talking guy who eventually just starts screaming at people! And yep. it's, it's it's so good. And their son is a cartoon animator of the Fatheads yeah. cartoon where he just makes fun of them. Then there was the episode where uh, he... Uh, what, was, what was his son's name? I forgot. Who's? Is, Ralph. It, Ralph Bighead, Ralph I think Head? it was. He, he was getting tired of creating cartoons because he wanted to pursue his dream of doing giant sculptures so he hired Rocco Heifer and Filbert to create a new cartoon thinking in his mind that this cartoon is going to be so terrible that they're going to fire him because there, there was like a thing in his contract where he couldn't like quit uh-huh. so he was trying to get fired and then and Rocco and, and his friends end up creating the Wacky Deli cartoon which okay. is a terrible cartoon do you remember that episode no Oh my god! Okay, so they they make this episode and the episode it's called Wackadelly and how do I even explain this episode? The animation is so bad. They even like show them animating the episode within the episode, mm-hmm. and it's a terrible episode starring like a deli meets, and there's like an episode where it's just a giant jar of mayonnaise just on the screen for the whole episode. Yeah, I in, love such show. in the episode within the episode within the episode, right? And it was like it was it turned out to be a smash hit. Well, people are idiots. Yeah, and, and Ralph was like all upset, and then yeah, but that's that's a classic. That's like that's like a two parter episode. Do you remember the episode where Rocco had to get his appendix taken out, and he was haunted by his appendix? Yeah, he became friends with his appendix, and they went to like the carnival and everything. And he's like, "I gotta go, Rocco." And he's like, "But won't you stay?" He goes, "No, I'm gonna be with your tonsils and your baby teeth." And then he yep. has talking tonsils and baby teeth. I'm like, uh, I'm a little freaked out. I just love how insane that show is. And I love it even more knowing how much they got away with on that show. That show is really the spiritual successor to Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than Ren and Stimpy, in my opinion. Ren and Stimpy wasn't as like subtle. I mean, 
Ren and Stimpy was more obvious with their gross-out humor. Mm-hmm. Rocco was more about, like, hidden innuendos. <laughs> Do you remember when he had to get his... His he had to go to the DMV to get his license. He had to take the test again, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Don't get the fat guy. Fat Whatever guy. you do, don't get the fat guy." And and it's just like a nervous elephant in the car with him. He goes, "Yeah, it's tough. I got the fat guy." Like that's not the fat guy. That's the fat guy. And yeah. they're they're riding him around like they're taking. Well, the, the whole funny thing is that the driving test in that show wasn't even a car. He was just walking next to him the whole time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't get the fat guy. The fat guy was like way bigger than he was at the very end of that he got his license taken away because he lost his gas cap i think or a squirrel stole it yeah something like there was like a squirrel living in his car i think or something something but at the very end there's this the like everyone's cheering that he got his license back and then this little kid goes daddy teacher told me that every time a gas cap is found an angel gets their wings and the, and, and the dad just goes yeah well your teacher's full of snot yeah and now exactly. i can't watch it's a wonderful life without a teacher <laughs> told that. me every time a bell rings your teacher's full of snot i also loved the episode where it was the chameleon brothers invented like this really fancy like coffee which was like pretty much, i think it was just like like gross like wash water or something yeah i think it was dishwater and it's like it all started back in the town of balzac and weren't they like Eastern European? They're like, oh, these chameleon yeah. brothers. But that was another. That was another funny joke that you just don't pick up on as a kid. The town's called Balzac. There's a there's a street in Tonawanda called Balzac. Really? Yeah. Because they were like, well, we want to name all these streets after authors that start with B, and we're running out. Well, let's throw in Balzac. And I'm like, really? People have to live on Balzac yeah. Avenue. Balzac. Yep. Yep. No good. Then there was also the mini episodes where uh, it was the tick and the rainworm that were living on Spunky. I remember that, and that was yeah. like it, they had. They, there was the one where the Spunky swallowed the vitamins that, or supposedly, would cause the dog vitamins. to explode. Yeah, but the vitamin was like up in his ear for some reason, and the the tick and the and the rainworm found it and made like a like a theme park attraction out of it. Yeah, because weren't people eating it and exploding like the little? Yeah, they and they, they they would they would lick it and they, they would explode. <laughs> that was a weird show. <laughs> it was a weird show, but it was a great show, and it's on DVD finally, so you can you you can go watch it now, people. And Enjoy it's that. Great. It's more enjoyable as an adult too, so it's 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 a really outrageous funny show. I like it. I like it. Yes. I have to come back to that one. All right, are you ready for my number one? Uh, sure. All right, my number one is Batman the Animated Series. I I had a feeling that was going to be your number one. I love this show. I know you too well. I love this show. This is I, the Batman for me. Can I uh, tell you something that might make you angry? Oh yes. Never seen it. What? Like I've seen clips of it. But I've never watched an episode of that show. Like you've before. never seen an episode of Batman the Animated Series. Nope. Like ever. I never. I was never big into Batman growing up. I don't understand. It was on all the time. I don't I watched get it. This is your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. I know the show, and I I, I know like Mark Hamill's Joker. I've seen like I've seen clips of the show, and I've seen parts of the show, but I've never actually watched like a whole episode of the show before. Get your shit together, Alan. 
get it together. Get all your shit, put it in a bag, take it, take it to the shit store. I don't know. It's on Hulu. I just don't care about Batman enough to watch it. All right, so uh, fuck you. But, but anyways, uh, tell me about okay. why so, you like it so much. All right, so Batman the Animated Series, uh, for me, is what Batman is. Like when someone says mm-hmm. Batman, I think Kevin Conroy playing Batman. Uh, it's uh, an yeah. It incredible. seems like it seems like most Batman fans pick that show as it, being the best version of Batman. It's the best on-screen version of the comic book character Batman. So mm-hmm. the original, the first couple seasons, they animated on black paper. So the base color of Batman was black, and that's cool as shit. So nice. Yeah. So like the night scenes were darker. Everything was darker. Uh, and it looked really cool. And it was nice to have little vignettes of a Batman without having to be a big movie mm-hmm. or, a, you know, they're not restricted by live action issues. You know, Val Kilmer's not in it, which is great. And then Kevin No, Conroy, George, George Clooney. George Clooney's not in it. George Clooney was the worst. You know, I surprised I actually like Val Kilmer. I actually like Val Kilmer more than uh, Christian Bale. Um... Those movies, okay, okay. The movies are good. I hate Christian Bell yeah, as I, Batman. I really, yeah. He's the worst Bruce Wayne. Yeah. No, he was not all right Bruce Wayne. No, he's he was good Bruce Batman. Wayne. He's bad Batman. Terrible Batman. Yeah. Right, right, right. And that's what's fun about the animated series is it doesn't suffer from those issues because all they got to do is have a good voice. They got Kevin Conroy. They're all set. He's great. He does Batman in the Arkham series. Okay. Of games. The games, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So these episodes um introduce a lot of old characters back into um the the newer batman lexicon because they can pull from the entire um series run instead of just picking the most popular ones that will like sell a movie Mm because half the movies have the joker in it you know and the ones that don't are you know two-face and the riddler and mr freeze and people who are basically in 1966 batman the first episode of Batman the Animated Series is called On Leather Wings, and the villain is Man-Bat, a giant bat monster. That's cool as shit. We're never going to see Man-Bat. Batman? Yeah, basically. Kind of like, cool. like Man-Things, the Marvel version of Swamp Thing. Anyway, but yeah. Wait, Swamp Thing was Marvel, though. No, Swamp Thing's DC. Is it? Well, it's Vertigo, but Vertigo's owned by DC. Hmm. Yeah, fun. The more you know. The more you know. Man-Thing is the... Anyway, uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, but what's fun about the the series was they can pull, you know, a doll maker. They can pull uh, um, Scarface, who's just a puppet, <laughs> like a puppet gangster with a Tommy gun, and everything That's is cool. this really cool twenties feel to it. So the Batmobile, instead of being a tank or you know a Tim Burton nightmare, it's just like a super long. Uh, 20s car with you know a jet engine because why not Mm -hmm. why not and uh, they had so many episodes uh, it ran 92 episodes there's an episode just about the guy who fixes Batman's car and it's like just about how he found a decent mechanic which is not a story you would ever get on screen with anything else and it introduced Harley Quinn and that gave me a reason to see Margot Robbie's ass more often, and we're good. 
I think we're was good. Har- was, Har- was Harley Quinn, was that a character created for the show and then became a comic character? Uh, or, created or? for the show. Uh, that was That's Paul. what I thought. I remember hearing something about that. Yeah, Paul Dini uh, invented her. He was like, I don't know. We'll give the Joker a girlfriend. It'll be fun. And then he wrote the comic Mad Love based off of the animated series, which is the comic book introduction. That's, that's an example of a good uh, character from a created for a show based on a comic because then you also have uh, the Super Friends. Do you remember Super Friends? I remember Super Friends. Which it was like Hanna Barbera owned the got the rights to like some of the DC characters. So you had like Superman and Batman, and then you had their a, own Apache creatures, Chief, Apache Chief, and then like the Wonder Twins and Oh yeah, and uh, uh, Black Tornado. And Apache Chief's power was uh, he just got really big. Electric. Uh... <laughs> Most of my memories of Apache Chief were from an episode of Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, where he yeah, because uh, William Street got like the rights to all of because when Hanna Barbera like went under, they got the rights to, like almost all of Hanna Barbera's characters. So they just threw them all into that show. Oh, so good. Yeah, that that is really a, a Hanna Barbera going under was really a boon to Hanna Barbera characters. Yeah, other than Scooby Doo. All right, Alan. Scooby Doo was in the Birdman episodes too. He was, yeah, it was. But yeah. Scooby Doo carries on. Oh, they still make that, yeah. Well, that's because Warner Brothers snagged. Oh, is that, that right? Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Alan. I think that completes it for our top I will five. Have to check out Batman. Definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. It's actually coming out on Blu-ray this year. Ooh, that's nice. Uh, and it does have a couple of. Uh, it has a couple of movies. One of which went to theaters. Mask of the Phantasm. Which, I remember I remember it. I don't think I saw it, but I remember it. That has one of the best Joker moments of all time, and it really brought the Joker psyche into focus, where this um, the mask is like this the judge or whatever, but it's basically a, a hooded figure with a gas mask and like a, a big knife for a hand, and it's it's just beating the Joker across this table, and the Joker's mm-hmm. reaching and reaching for this there's a, like a butcher's knife on on the on a cutting board next to a big baloney. He's reaching and reaching to find something to defend himself with, and he grabs the baloney, not the butcher's knife. And he just starts wailing on this character <laughs> with a big baloney, and I'm like, "That's funny." Yeah, that's the Joker, and it's like as much mm-hmm. fun as it is to be like, "Oh, you want to know how I got these scars? I'm scary." He'd reach for the baloney. <laughs> he'll he'll murder you later, but he's gonna go for that baloney. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's worth it. And then Heart of, no, Heart of Ice is the Mister Freeze episode. I don't remember. There was Mister Sub Zero was Mister Freeze movie, which is still very good. I think that one's. It's straight not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not actually the guy who does Mister Freeze died <laughs> fairly recently, but he plays it very cold and robotic, which seems so obvious to play like an ice guy in a robot suit to play him cold and robotic but apparently no one can figure that shit out it yeah god damn it all all right alan we have some time you want to hit me with some honorable mentions real fast honorable mentions okay there's this one show that i considered considered putting on my list but then i realized i cannot really remember i remember bits and pieces but i don't remember enough for it for me to be like yeah this is one of the shows but it is a great show it's a Cartoon Network show, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog was going to be on my list, came out in 2001. Are you serious? 
2001. Oh, I looked there it you up. Go. It was on my list, and I had to take it off because it came. Well, out we were still kids, so you know, like those years kind of all blend together. Absolutely, and I mean, I remember a lot of episodes of Curse of Cowardly Dog. Don't get me started. When we do the best cartoon shows, <laughs> the 2000s, 2000s, we'll come back to that. But, well, good thing I didn't put that on my list. Yeah, 2001. I would have given you shit for it because I really yeah. wanted it on my list. Out of the parameter. Doesn't count. I mean, in 2002, that was still basically the 90s. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the 90s didn't start until Kurt Cobain died. When did he die? 93 or 94. Yeah. Some... I don't know. I don't know. I was a child. Wait, that, that, was, that was a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Can't be on the list. Um, I really didn't have a lot. I ended up watching a lot of things like Saturday morning cartoons, like the X-Men and the Spider-Man cartoons. And I enjoyed them, and I'm glad they happened. I would never watch them now. One that uh, was really popular that I, I watched, I did watch a lot, but I wasn't like huge into it, was Red and Stimpy. Yeah, Red and Stimpy I liked it was a kind lot. Of, but it wasn't like one of the ones that I really... Did you hear about the creator of that show? No. Uh, apparently he's a pedophile. Yay. That brings a few things into focus, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Just look up the John, what's the guy's name? Something with John, a K. John Krasinski from The Office? Alan, that's a crazy no. accusation. <laughs> what the hell is the Why guy? Why would you ever say that John Krasinski from The well, Office? Well, the guy who created Ren and Stimpy is apparently a pedophile. Yeah. John, John Crickfaloozy. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Are you having a stroke? I'm, I am having a stroke. <laughs> I smell toast. Oh, my toast is done. Um, groomed underage people for sexual abuse. Oh, it's so creepy. You'll never be able to watch Rens to be the same oh, again. man. I just ruined that show for you guys. You're oh, welcome. Enjoy that, listeners. <laughs> if you ever bought one of those fun Stimpy dolls where you can pull the string and he says dumb things... You provided child molestation. This is your fault, America. <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's... I had a, a few, a lot of the Disney shows that were big Saturday mornings, like DuckTales and Tailspin and uh, um, those good shows. Darkwing Duck and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I, I enjoyed those a lot as a kid, but never, ever, ever watch them now. And going through i watched a few of them unfortunately and i couldn't remember character names i couldn't remember shit like unless it was huey dewey and louie i have no mm-hmm. clue who these people are you know chip and dale sure but i don't know who the peripheral sidekicks and everything is there was uh i also liked uh there's a nickelodeon show called doug oh i know doug Do you want to talk I about liked, doug i loved doug the first four seasons of that show were on Nickelodeon and it was great, but then Disney bought Doug, and then brought it to the Disney Channel, and I think they showed it on ABC Saturday mornings, and it was called like the New Adventures of Doug or something, and it was terrible. All right, it's time for all our the next voice segment. actors changed. Oh yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're jumping into that, are we? No, no, you're right because this moves us perfectly into our next segment. Segway. Bonus round. What were the worst '90s cartoons? And Disney Doug. Disney Dog is the worst cartoon that has ever aired. They had an episode where Patty Mayonnaise stopped eating and she would only eat like vegetable spray. And I'm like, why am I worried? I don't even remember episode. I just remember like, because as, as a kid, I didn't know the whole, like, I didn't, I didn't know about like ownership of the shows and like i didn't know that disney bought doug and stuff like that i was just watching tv and oh doug's on and then i'd be watching it and it it would be the disney version who as a kid i I wouldn't know that i just thought it was doug 
but like they looked different and then all the voices were weird and yeah. different and i'm like and what the fuck is this they made doug's sleeves longer and that confused me oh yeah they gave him long sleeves i forgot about that yeah but, but they would they would and didn't like didn't what's that they would try to like put a, a moral to the story like patty mayonnaise is dealing with anorexia and i'm like i don't need to know that and they're like i think i remember that roger klotz won the lottery so now he's the richest yeah, guy i was gonna say yeah town. i was just, that's what i was gonna say he's like rich now all of a sudden and I, and i get the point they're trying to make because before he lived in a trailer park and he was a big yeah. dick and they're like well you don't want to look down on lower economic isn't, people isn't he's still a dick though oh but he's still a dick and i'm like i think he was a dick because he lived in a trailer park and his life was terrible, so he took it all, all out on Doug Funny. Now he lives in a mansion. He's got no reason to shit on Doug Funny. And I think Mrs. Mrs. Dink became the mayor in that version of the show. And <sighs> Mrs. Dink uh, loves the Dink. I don't know. The Nickelodeon version of Doug was a, was a great show. Disney version, not so Very. Much. It was very similar like feels to, to like how Hey Arnold was. It wasn't as amazing as Hey Arnold. But it was a very similar kind of like slow paced. Yeah, show. and it had a lot of like fun fantasy moments where yeah. where Doug would imagine he's Indiana Jones or James Quail Bond, Man. Quail Man. And, yeah, and that's fun, but like, yeah. and then Disney took it and ruined it completely. Yeah. Then they made the movie Doug's first movie. Do you remember that? No. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. That's why it was terrible. <laughs> no, because it sucked. Um, yeah, a lot of the Disney. Saturday mornings when they had like one Saturday morning and it was on ABC. I, I, yeah, they showed they showed it on that. Yep. There was one that was uh, Brace long... Face. I really hated that. What show? Brace Face. It was on Saturday mornings. Do not it was just about a girl who had braces, and I'm like, I am so oh. bored right now, but I have to wait for the recess show to come on. Then there was Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann. Oh, Pepper Ann sucked. That was another show that was like. It's, it was like a copycat of, like, Doug almost. Oh, it really was. Even the animation looked similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, maybe it was, was it? No, it couldn't have been created by the same person. I don't know. Maybe. That's how my, that's how my memory sees it, but. Could be. I'm probably wrong. Pepper and pepper and. Oh, thanks for getting that stuck in my head, you Sorry. shit. Then there, is, then there is Recess. Yeah, Recess I liked. Recess was a good one. I liked Recess. But I've I think... never seen the movie when that came out. I think certain shows like Recess really made me hate school. Like, I hated school. Like, you could not believe when I was yeah. in elementary school. And I'm like, it's really not that bad. You just have to do your homework and they'll leave you alone. But I'm like, I'm never doing homework ever. Another uh, show that was terrible was uh, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Not to be confused with Sonic the Hedgehog, which was another show that was going on at the exact same time. There were two there Sonic was, shows at the same yeah. time? Yeah. There was Sonic the Hedgehog, which was a Saturday morning cartoon, mm -hmm. which actually had like a plot and character development and everything. And then there was The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which was a weekly cartoon, which was like a really shitty Looney Tunes knockoff. Hmm. Interesting. Both shows were voiced by uh, Steve Urkel as Sonic. Oh, I bet he had a really rad 90s voice, too. Like, hey, cool dudes, we're super cool. I'm, it, was, it was more like, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh that was pretty good. Um, that's, how, that's, how, that's how he's talking those cartoons. You know, I never cared for Tiny Toons either. I liked Tiny Toons. Um, it's not one that I watched often, but I did enjoy when it was on. Uh, I, I would have just preferred to watch, you know, Looney Tunes. Like, yeah. Hit me with some Roadrunner. Well, Tiny Toons was Animaniacs before Animaniacs came. And Animaniacs was good. 
Yeah, it was. Well, like, because they're both Spielberg shows. Tiny Toons came first, and I feel like Tiny Toons was like the like the when they were trying to figure out that show, and then Anim- Animaniacs came out when like it's basically the same show, but they figured it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they figured out the formula, and that's why Animaniacs worked, and Tiny Toons didn't work as well. Because if you re- if you rewatch them, they're essentially the same show. <laughs> that's true. It's a lot of references to like hollywood like yeah I, there's an episode of animaniacs where they're like we've got lots of food like john candied yams and i was like who the fuck is john candied yams i'm like eh, now i get it but like at the time i'd be like i don't know who that is i did really like the tie tunes movie the one uh do you remember the movie where they go on uh it's, it's summer vacation and like plucky duck and um what was the pig's name hammy or something probably went on a road trip to uh uh, what the hell is that place called? The Wacky World or whatever? Oh, I, 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 is that the episode where they were in their car with their parents for a really long time? And, and they picked up like a hitchhiker that was based off of Jason from Friday the 13th. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had that like was, an that axe. was, yeah. that was a TV movie. That was, that was the movie. I remember that. I remember that time. I remember that guy. I remember that. All right. Well, Alan, it's been a blast. We're we're out of time here. Anything it's you want to plug before? Oh, they're tiny. They're toony. They're blast a the little past. loony. All right. Sorry, um, Brendan Fraser. Christopher Walken was in that movie, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the dad. Yeah, decent movie. Anything you want to plug before we go? Um, Little Tidbits Comics is like the only thing that I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. How how do we find that? On Instagram at little little underscore tidbits. Is a little spelled out? L i t t l e. Yeah. Okay. Little underscore tidbits. Tidbits. Yep. I, I post. It, it it's more like at least once a week I post a comic on on that. And they're they're ridiculous. I like the one where the guy's head turns into a goldfish bowl. Yeah. It didn't turn into one. His head got his head rolled off, and then this crane came down and. We've replaced it replaced with a, it. a goldfish ball. That made yeah. me happy. I was like, hmm, <laughs> indeed, yes. Sometimes I'm like, just the dumbest shit comes into my brain when I'm when I'm making that comic. Dude, I feel you. All right. Well, don't forget to rate and subscribe the podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at top number five underscore podcast. Be top sure to five underscore podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. comment, subscribe, favorite. Yeah, it really if, helps me out. If you enjoy, uh, if you enjoyed this, if you click right here where I'm pointing, you can get more videos. Um, I, I almost... be sure to donate to my Patreon. Oh, be sure to donate to the Patreon where you get no extra content. I just want your money. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah, I yeah, and uh, come to our live shows. Uh, they will be happening uh, never. And, uh, yeah. Well, hey, Alan, it's been fun. Uh, now, when we end the show, the guest says, keep it crispy. Would you say keep it crispy? Keep it crispy. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>